If you are enjoying this Beyond the Mind series, or maybe you're just catching one of these podcast guest interviews, you are in for a treat. I'm super excited to be sharing all these different ways that you can dive deeper and go beyond the mind. If you want to get the full experience, I want you to head to mariaservice.com slash beyond the mind. Grab your free workbook and let's do this together. Make sure you take me on Instagram if you've got the workbook and you're going through it with me. Super excited. Or head to the link in show notes to grab your free workbook for the Beyond the Mind series. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for listening to the Unleash Your Potential podcast for the Beyond the Mind series. Today, I'm super excited to share with you um, Dr. Allison Snowden. She is one of my current coaches. She and I have done many of Theta Healing sessions today, which we're going to talk about and dive in. But first, I wanted to start with just a little bit of a background on this amazing woman. So Dr. Allison Snowden is a renowned healer, coach, medical intuitive, and master Theta Healing expert with over 15 years of experience serving thousands of clients and students from around the world. Dr. Snowden works with clients and groups worldwide to transform and reprogram their subconscious beliefs and break free from trapped emotions and trauma to build the success they desire and deserve. She is the founder of the Awakening Institute, offering training and certification programs with a unique blend of theta healing, energy medicine, neuroscience, and trauma-informed healing. I am super excited to share our conversation today. I just found Dr. Allison Snowden this year. She was recommended to me by someone I trusted on my team, uh, my um, chiropractor at Optimal Movement. And I am so glad that I said yes. And I started with a discovery session with her. And from there, I just knew I needed to do more Theta Healing sessions to unlock my own full potential and get past some of my own subconscious limiting beliefs. So I am honored to have her on the podcast today and let's listen to the conversation. Hey, hey, welcome to the Unleash Your Potential podcast. I'm your host, Maria Service. So glad you're here. Let's dive in. All right. So I'm Maria Service, the podcast host for Unleash Your Potential. And I am super excited to have Dr. Allison Snowden here today. She is my coach, my my person. And Dr. Allison, thank you so much for joining. Oh, I am so excited to be here. And we I, I cannot wait to see what transpires from our conversation. Same, same. Uh, Dr. Allison, will you introduce yourself to those that are listening? Tell us just a little bit more about yourself, where you're at, um, because ironically, you're you're not in Minnesota. We've never actually met in person, and we've been able to do all of our sessions virtually. So just share a little bit more about you. Yeah. Hi, guys. It's uh, My name is Dr. Allison Snowden. I currently have a virtual practice where my main technique that I use is trauma-informed theta healing, and I also teach theta healing. I'm a certificate of science um, in theta healing. So uh, my passion is working with individuals, especially women who are on a soul mission and who want to up-level and are feeling stuck. Uh, 
and also women with previous uh, histories of trauma. And I'm just really dedicated uh, to healing, especially with people who've had trauma, because I feel that the most healing expression of someone who's been through trauma is living their best life in peace and in harmony. And I think until now at this time and space um, of where we are culturally and also just in, in the time of the universe that that really hasn't been possible. Um, my background is I've, I had an, a near-death experience when I was uh, 15 in 1999. Um, I had a whole spiritual awakening and uh and that is that in and of itself is is a huge huge uh conversation a huge part of my life and um that whole experience also left me severely uh physically hurt and mentally emotionally and and so my path has been one of really uh, understanding what deep healing is, what it isn't, why people heal, why they don't, and what are the major levers and mechanisms of, of how to help people to heal and why people get blocked and how to unblock them. And it is just so fascinating. And I love sharing and talking about this. And I'm just really on a mission to um, help us heal and evolve as individuals. And as we do that, that vibration is sent, you know, outside of us. Yeah. Yes. And Dr. Allison, I think for so many of those reasons that you just shared is why I personally um, really resonated with you. And I'm, you know, I think for everyone, right, you have to find a good fit when you're looking for a coach or a therapist or for whatever it is you're looking for. And I really appreciated that. Um, you you had been through something, right? And so, first of all, our our society we don't we don't talk a lot about trauma. Like I think it's starting to we're we're starting to open the doors, and it's not shameful. And so, one I appreciated just your openness about your story. I connected with you just in that I was like, okay, she's been through something too. It's not like, you know, you've had this again, quote unquote, perfect life, whatever that means, but you had truly like used this modality yourself. And that always speaks to me when I'm looking for like, okay, where am I going and how am I going to figure out my stuff? So I loved um, kind of that personal aspect to your story as well. Yeah. And I think for me is in my healing journey, um, I went to the best of the best. I went to Ivy league, Harvard trained, you know, insert whatever, um, prestige, uh, physician, he, you know, that type of thing. And guess what? They didn't help me at all. And they had zero lived experience, had zero, um, embodied wisdom, embodied knowledge. And it, it didn't land with me. Their methods did not work. Um, I sometimes got worse and I think, when, especially with women and where we're at is really um, valuing ourselves as, as, as the experts of ourself and also looking for people who understand intellectually what's going on with our mind, body, spirit, but then also 
energetically, emotionally, and has actually applied and embodied that. And I think, you know, I'm on a mission. I love that you bring up shame because I definitely am on a mission to um, annihilate shame um, because shame is such a toxic emotion. Um, And I'm talking not about like shame as in guilt, you know, when you make a mistake and that it's more of toxic shame or embarrassment. And there are certain things in our society that are taboo or that are not talked about and also around being victimized. Um, And, and I think that, you know, the more you put something under the rug, the more you deny um, disconnect from what has happened um, the, uh, you're the truth of who you are and also the truth of what's happened, the further away you get from integration, embodiment, and living your best life. And, um, it is just such a, you know, cool time because I think this is an energy that's beyond us. That's, that's happening, happening of really, of really understanding um, the power of our soul, our heart, and the power that's beyond the intellect. Yes. Where many of us get stuck is in the mind and the ego for many years. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Allison, I know, like, I think you and I can go in so many different directions and take a deep dive Um, before we get too far down that hole, because again, we could spend hours there, but can you share with the audience? Because I had never heard of theta healing before. And can you share what is that tool or modality and how did you first hear and learn about it? Because it sounds like you, like many of us had tried probably traditional modalities, traditional things to heal physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, So how did you find this and what is Theta Healing? So Theta Healing is a mind, body, spirit technique that is, it is it is a technique, and then it's also a way to evolve your consciousness. Uh, the technique it works on the subconscious level. We, uh, a theta healer, puts their um, client in a theta state, and also gets intuitive knowledge from the divine or creator. Um, and that really resonated with me because me being a near-death experiencer. That is the core of my existence, of 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 um of that reality of that divine frequency, that divine all knowing um, energy that's within us and then around us. That's the source of creation. Uh, so this theta healing differs from other mind body subconscious reprogramming techniques because it directly invites the divine consciousness or creator energy into the session. And that could turn some people off. But for me, it was essential because I applied that energy of of the divine frequency to my own physical healing, to all things. And like, I had great results. And so I, I stumbled on theta healing when my regular tools weren't working, uh, when I felt stuck and I didn't understand, like, and I think this is how a lot of times we actually open up to trying something new, um, because our old tools or the old way doesn't work. And so we're humbled and we're like, all right. And, and 
I'm from the Midwest and <laughs> I'm all about what works, right? Yes. Yes. I am, de- I am deeply spiritual, but I also am like, what gives me relief? What gets me results and what feels aligned? And, and when I, you know, when things aren't working, when I'm suffering, when I'm in pain and that's mental, emotional, I'm like, Hey, what's the root. And then also what's the solution? Because yeah. I really do believe, um, we're not meant to suffer and be in pain and that there are solutions. If, if they aren't present now, then we're going to create them. So I'm in that modality. And so I kind of was like my regular mind body tools weren't working. Um, my regular meditation, yoga practice, all of these different things weren't working. And so I, I don't even know how I found it, but I just, I took a class. I took beta healing and it was when I was in it before even trying it with anyone. And cause I was like, yes, yes. Um, and I took it and I felt, I felt back at home. Wow. I felt, I felt like I was reconnected, reunited, um, with that divine love, powerful, uh, energy that I had felt in my NDE. And yeah. if you, if you, if you have talked to any NDE we miss that energy and this world uh is uh slightly harsh compared to the beautiful frequency of where we all come from and so anytime i can align to that frequency um i'm there for it because i really feel this is the truth of who we are and yes. really the spiritual awakening path is really coming home to yourself and, yes. and, um, and living from that space. Yes, yes, yes. And I really actually appreciate it. So when you described theta healing, you know, obviously like the, you kind of described the, what shall I say for the logic brained people, like, you know, we're getting into this theta state we're you know, healing with the person who's doing it kind of at a different frequency. And there was something I think on, probably our first um, discovery call or whatnot that you and I did together. I also, I think you described it as like, it's like Reiki and subconscious work kind of tied mm-hmm. together. And that spoke to me because I had done Reiki sessions before. I I could feel the difference after an energy ses- session. And so I was like, oh yeah, like sign me up for this because I knew I needed to get at subconscious layers of myself. But the fact that we were also combining this like, raise your vibration or tap into the vibration of the divine. I was like, that sounds amazing. And, and I've, I've had wonderful experiences, you know, over our seven, eight, nine sessions together. It's hard to describe, but um, yeah, I feel like it's, it's that uniqueness coupling of those two modalities together that makes it so powerful. Yeah. And I think it's, it's super, like, I'm very, I love intellectual knowledge. I, I love all of my training I've had in, in anatomy and physiology and also trauma informed care. And I unite all of these because, you know, we are like, we are a spiritual consciousness, but you know, we are embedded in a nervous system. We are embedded in our brain and it is best to synthesize, you know, the spiritual technology with the 
all of the research that we know about the nervous system, about the brain, how the brain, you know, the brain remembers painful, painful things and your brain wants to avoid it. We have a survival based brain that we're in. And so I think a lot of times what people get stuck in is that they have a conscious desire. I want to make more money. I want to lose weight. I want to be healthy. I want to travel. I want to have meaningful relationships. Like, I think that that is a, that is, we should, or not should we are like, that is a human desire. And I think that is beautiful. However, some people, uh, a lot of people get stuck. They, they, uh, they don't make their goals. They, uh, they don't feel worthy. Um, even if they do all these conscious mindset works, um, read all of these things at some point in their journey, they get, they self-sabotage, they, um, it doesn't happen. They get, um, they don't feel worthy enough. They don't see, you know, there's somewhere in this where it breaks down and it's really cool because it kind of like self-sabotage kind of like baffles people. But if you look at it from a brain-based neuroscience, uh, you know, how, how we uh, are oriented, how, how we live in this nervous system, it actually makes sense. I always tell people that there is no such thing as self-sabotage. It's self-protection. And it's also, um, it, it is, there is a subconscious strategy that is overriding your conscious desire. So what do I mean by that? So if you were hurt, um, when you were little or, um, you know, love hurt or your needs didn't get taken care of, and there is a trauma, a smaller, a big trauma, um, your brain is going to freeze that and, and it's going to create beliefs. It's going to create impressions on your nervous system. And so even if you do want love, even if you do want to, you know, X, Y, Z, fulfill your desires, the, the, the healing journey is, is, is at some point your brain, um, is going to be like, that's not safe. And it's going to shut down. It's going to go into fight, flight, bond, freeze, and it's going to run away, or it's going to go into protective, protective measures. So a lot of the things that people do when they're triggered, um, destroys connection, destroys their health. Um, and, and it destroys what they want. And so it's really, when you work with a theta healer or work with me, I look at, at at what are the triggers? What are the beliefs and what does the body believe? And we rewire it kind of like, you know, and and delete it and reprogram you of what you, what is good for you. And And so it's, it feels very esoteric, but it's actually very quite, um, uh, I, I think the, the process that I use with theta healing is very, um, very grounded and you get feedback. You make like we do, we test to make sure that your body accepts this as the new reality, right? Yes, absolutely. And I, and I just think so many people assign Uh, of course, we add on more blame, shame, and guilt to ourselves when, like you said, we're trying to reach these goals 
consciously we want more money consciously we want to be able to lose weight or eat healthier and then subconsciously whatever there's a pattern here of like nope love hurts let's say you know on that thing of like nope love equals pain or love hurts so we constantly push away the thing that we consciously want and then when that happens it's a vicious cycle right then now I'm like beating myself up like why am I doing this and Mm -hmm. just listening to what you said it's like if you're listening and you can realize that this doesn't mean then that you're stuck. Like we are literally giving you the blueprint for great notice, awaken to probably some of your subconscious patterns, subconscious things that are maybe happening. And certainly we all have some blind spots, which is why you're going to want to work with a coach or an expert, but just start noticing. And then just know that there is a way out. Like there is um, rooted in science, but also as many people say, like, this is also just rooted in ancient wisdom too. Like, but it's, it is so possible. And um, I'll share an example. Cause you know, to be honest, so Dr. Allison, for one of our more recent sessions, um, you know, I actually came to Dr. Allison in my mind, it was like, oh, I got to start working on like my money mindset and manifesting more. And obviously Dr. Allison and I have found a lot more relationship type and things in my uh, my life that I needed to work on. But let's say related to money, I'm like, oh, this should be easy. Like one or two sessions. I've got this. We'll heal this. This is good. And I was noticing like, oh, yes, I can. I now can manifest and bring in more money. I don't have um, I have more ease with money coming in. But I realized there was like a stuckness to, to holding on to money. Yeah. And saving and knowing what to do with it. And, and I was like, what is going on? And in, in, in our session, it's like, I was starting to see where this pattern of belief of not safe, not safe to hold on to money, like actually holding on to our money equals danger equals yeah. my life is at threat. And that wasn't in this lifetime, but in the past life. Um, but either way, within that session, we were able to rewire like, but like you said, we had to get to the root of what is the trigger, like what's mm-hmm. going there and then how do we heal that? So it, it's just, it's amazing. Well, and I think it's interesting to people who've never been exposed to this, this can kind of seem very like out there esoteric, but here's the thing is, and I guess let's start with the facts. Like we are emotional beings and we are survival-based beings. And so anything, what you think as a, as a threat is different from someone else because we've had different experiences. And so if something, and, and this goes into ancestral trauma. So uh, yeah. there's memories that are in our, um, you know, I see them energetically, psychically in the DNA imprints, but um, think about how your parents traumas or lack of traumas or support or what, what was there or what was missing. Cause trauma can also be what wasn't there. Um, a lot of people don't realize that the lack of someone, um, being there for you when you're vulnerable is a trauma. It's a trauma of something, not being there, someone yeah. not having emotional support, not having that. So not having something is is, is it's like a vacuity. It's a neglect wound. It's an abandonment wound. And that also is sometimes harder to sense because we know when we've been violated, but sometimes if you've never had someone love you, um, or be there or emotionally attuned to you, you don't know what you're missing. And so that can be a huge blind spot. 
Yes. So a lot of things that we want, desire, so money, relationships, freedom, and a lot of times our, I call them, uh, Maria, like I, I call it our cover story. So like, for example, like people will come, I keep on, you know, I have an, uh, you know, a self-esteem issue or I, I keep on attracting these types of people, or I always feel abandoned no matter what in my life, what is this about? Even though logically I don't get it. Yeah. So it's like, here's the surface, here's the presenting issue. But usually in, in the sessions, there's a deeper imprint or a deeper belief. And a lot of these are, are beliefs. So when we are, when, when we are in pain, our brains are meaning making machines. And so when we're in childhood and we have a pain, and I want to share that you're listening with your adult ears right now, most of you, um, <laughs> but when you're little and you're crying or um, your mom's not available, uh, that that is deeply hurtful. And if it's over a long period of time, so you don't have to have overt abuse in order yeah. to have negative programming. Yes. And when you're little, you don't, you're in theta. So you absorb everything really quick. So someone says you're stupid. Uh, you're, you'll, you'll, it'll be programmed in you internalize that. Yeah. You internalize that. And, and also a lot of these childhood wounds, a lot of adults trip them up because they're like this, I feel abandoned. Logically, I know it's not true. And then they get angry or upset or they like, you know, are they dismiss it? Actually, yeah. when you find that you're feeling something that you know logically is not like real, pay attention to it. And this is the program, your body Absolutely. probably believes that's truth. And what your subconscious believes as truth, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's, it's a program. It's like running on the hard drive of your computer. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's present. And therefore that visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. So for example, I just want to share like, so one of the things um, I share on how to like, kind of, what does this look like in reality? Yeah. So here's, here's one thing is like, so I had a, a learning disability growing up and, and so there was a lot of, you know, ignorance around, um, around that time that that meant I was less than or not smart. Yeah. And so as a little kid, I absorbed that. And of course, then I was taken out and I had to have, I went to a special school. I had special, uh, you know, I had to go to summer school. I had to have all these things. Yeah. And so no matter what my parents did, they were really good at like, you're great, Allison, you know, your intelligence, all of this stuff. Yeah. I still getting the programming from the culture and from all of these different things. Also, I was getting the programming. I'm different. And and so that really pulled, you know, sunk into me. Now, yeah. now you can, different people play that out different. Some people can internalize it or you can rebel against it. Well, I'm kind of a rebel. So I'm like, oh, you don't think I'm smart. Well, I'll show you. Yeah. And so I went on a mission to, to get straight A's to prove to people. And, and guess what? Like I did get the proof and, um, but intellectual knowledge can help you reprogram, but it doesn't heal the wound. So I can remember getting yes. straight A's. I yes. still didn't feel good enough. I still felt, I still felt something was off. 
or I wasn't getting something. I got a perfect score on my ACT. I still was like, I still don't feel smart. So what's the solution and, and what, what's the consequences of not dealing with that? Well, I may go on a lifelong adventure trying to prove to myself and to other people that I'm smart and I'm becoming super unfulfilled, right? Yes. Because, yeah. because I'm ignoring it's 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 just that proving energy. And then also it's just that also the 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 feeling the solution is to is to first of all test my the the emotional reality of that wound. So on that subconscious on your brain on some level I had accepted um, I'm, I'm less than, or, um, or something's wrong with me. And so it's a simple solution. You, we, in the session, we test that we clear it, we delete it. We retest to make sure that that's not a, a truth in your emotional reality. Yes. Um, and, and make sure, and you feel it integrating and then you feel yeah. better. Yes. Because it's so good. You know, it's like, so here's the thing is like you, and, and, and here's also the thing is that what I noticed too, unprocessed trauma, neglect, shame, and unintegrated emotional pain gets a lot of times internalized or projected and it gets worked out in weird ways that, that doesn't complete the healing. And so what happens is, is we play out our programs and while we're trying, and it's such a great attempt to try to heal ourselves, but it actually is going the wrong way. And, and really the, the, the healing is in the reprogramming and the true alignment to self and you embodying that emotional reality that is true because, you know, all kids, um, you know, all kids are, are I, I believe, are, are beautiful, have a gift to give. But how many of us got that messaging? And guess what? We're humans and our parents are humans and life happens. And so we're going to get negative programming. And yes. there's going to be emotional pain. There's yes. going to be pain. Pain is not necessarily bad, but it kind of puts a little... Uh, it kind of has a little glitch in our brain because our brain is based to survive. Remember our survival, our survival, uh, that's emotion. Our survival programs will always, um, trump, um, our conscious desires. So, and that gets, we can go into how that (laughs) too, because like, Oh, you know, um, we can bash our survival programs, but the thing is, is that they, you need to be that the, we are in a nervous system that has evolved for thousands of years and it is in place for a reason. Yes, and you, it is instead needed. Of, instead of fighting against your survival programs, your brain work with it yeah. and work with it to heal it. So your conscious desires. So when manifestation happens, and this is in the literal or even esoteric it's when your vibration your your conscious desires your actions your beliefs your vibration and your subconscious programming is in alignment so it really isn't mystical it is pretty straightforward and um you can practically if you're not manifesting it's not 
It's not because maybe you're not trying hard enough. There's subconscious um, unhealed traumas, subconscious programming that is 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 blocking it or is blocking you from taking the actions you need to do in order to create that. Yes, yes. And I think in all of that, Dr. Allison, is we, well, it makes sense. Societally, we have learned how to. We minimize what happens when we were younger. We minimize what happened when we were a child. We minimize what happened when we were a baby. Like, oh, I was just a baby. Like, I didn't know back then. Like, so we learned to minimize those early years, whether it's one in part because we've been told to, right? That was part of the messaging. Like, oh, it's just fine. You're just a kid. Like, get over it. So either that- Oh, I love the get over it thing. I'm like- Yeah, just, yep, just move on. Just move on. You're good now. And also, I mean, if, if, if you aren't kind of in the trauma-informed world, um, you might not know it or see it, but there is so much copious amounts of research coming out that we know now, you know, unequivocally that what happens in our childhood years when we're a baby is imprinted on our nervous system. We can no longer just say like, oh, you were a baby and you don't remember it. It's like, okay, I understand your mind, your ego might not remember it, your body remembers all of that, right? Like my favorite thing is your body remembers what your mind forgets. And if you think about it, our, our body, um, uh, Candace Pert, if you guys, if I have have any research people, Candace Pert is one of my favorites. She coined the term, not Joe Dispenza, that the body is the subconscious mind. So anything we repress or we're in denial of, and guess what? If we all do it, it's not like a morally bad thing or whatever. It's just the fact of being human. It will show up in our relationships. It'll show up in our physical body. Um, so, you know, a lot of, a lot of people will come, we'll do reprogramming, subconscious reprogramming, um, and it'll, and we'll do it through the body. People will manifest pain or different things because of their programming and their unhealed trauma. So everything is a manifestation, uh, your, your body, your relationships, the yeah. relationship with yourself, your relationship with the external world, with the future, with the past of what you think is possible. These are all reflecting and pointing to your programming. So yes. the question is, is, I think why people are in denial or don't want to minimize childhood because it's like, well, what are, I mean, awesome. Like this happened to me and where's my power? Like, how do I, how do I pivot? How do I not be owned by my trauma? How do yes. I gain gain agency, gain power and heal from it. So I feel like I'm not a victim of my past or a victim of what happened to me. Absolutely. Because that's just at the point, the point of naming, owning and acknowledging what happened to you in the past is not so that you can play victim, right? That's not the point. The point is not so that you can say like, oh, well, then what was me that happened to me? I'm thus the victim. The point is to take back your power and you know, we are here sharing a modality that truly, and again, I've experienced it, Dr. Allison experienced it, hundreds of clients have experienced it, that you can over, well, not override, but you can reprogram those. I think it's, it's like, tr- I, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's transmute. Uh, yeah. You, you transmute, you recreate, um, you create a new reality. Yes. And I, 
and I, and if any of your listeners are, are are familiar with Joe Dispenza, I know there's a lot of different people who are are familiar or not, you know, wherever you are in your journey. Yeah. One of the things is is what I how my approach is a little bit different from maybe his is is that Joe Joe Dispenza has a great thing about you know be a you know create your new reality be the person you want to be start reacting how would that be and start living it in that moment because what happens is is that he's he beautifully explains how you just get in this habit of negativity and you just feed on it or you expect it and he's talking about the patterns of the subconscious so he's talking about reprogramming in a different way and so for me I am of the case where we are looking and we're seeing the imprints of your past. We're not, we're not, um, you know, we're, we're looking at your past to see how it's, how it's still alive in your consciousness today. Yes. Not to amplify it, but to, to, to find it, delete it, heal it, clear it, transmute it. So it's not in your reality. Yes. Because there's a lot of people that come from that type of thing, like, I'm not going to give it power. Well, here's the thing. Here's my Missouri side, my Midwest. It's impacting you, whether you want to admit it or not. Um, and and some people just don't want to look at it. But then other people, and guess what? I've been there too, where you're obsessive over it, you know, like yeah. they're, you know. And so I go the middle way of we need to address, you know, these the imprints and yeah. also we're gonna delete it heal it clear it and then reprogram you in something um that creates more freedom and health and everything that you want in your life why because you're worth it and because we can and we will yes. and not getting so attached so you know what maria i think sometimes our ego and how our ego comes into play, because guess what? We all have one yep. and our ego is very attached to our identity, our need to be right, our need to look, to look good. And then also our ego is attached to our survival programs. And so if we feel threatened or if our identity feels threatened, if we mm. feel threatened um, in any way, then our survival programs will start, will take over. Yeah. And I want to share with you guys that as someone who's gone through uh, a violent trauma, who's been victimized, if your survival responses are not in your conscious control, meaning when I was in my days of, of having PTSD or, or having panic attacks, mm -hmm. and I was trying to uh, be a professional and, you know, be an adult. Um, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to just plan to have a panic attack. No, that's not how it is. I do not. I did not like having panic attacks. I did not like having flashbacks, but here was my reality. And the thing is, is that here I am as a nervous system going along the world. If my unconscious, you're, you're through, um, through, um, your unconscious, your brain and your body is scanning for danger so it can react. And so here I am trying to, uh, be a productive adult of society, not being impacted by my trauma, but my, there's something in my spidey senses or in my sensory system that it, like puts up alarm. Well, yep. the brain, the amygdala goes into protective mode and guess what? My, my programs are often running. 
Yes. And so that's why that's, I think that's the, um, and, and that is a, that is a very overt PTSD or CPTSD is a very, um, extreme part of unresolved trauma, but everyone can somewhat relate to that, you know, on some level where your brain is, don't do it. You're going to get hurt. You're going to, you know, anytime you do something new, the brain is like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get hurt. And you're like, really? You know? Well, and and also, like you said, though, but it's, 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 if it's in your subconscious, it's outside your control, right? So like it, like you said, you you were trying to be productive, you're trying to do whatever. And then boom, something, something set off nervous system, panic attack. And it's not like you can be like, well, dang it. Why did that happen again? You know, cause it's in the subconscious and back to a point too, that you were saying before is truly, if we don't look at these subconscious programmings and if we don't um, do what we can to heal that, like, you know, once we notice them, do what we can to heal them. You know, it's interesting because truly we keep playing these out as adults. And I have worked in some really unhealthy, toxic workplaces with people in leadership where truly like looking back on it now, it's like, wow, that was likely, you know, I must've triggered something like that. Like I just got someone's super nasty side, but I can look at that through eyes now of like, whoa, there must've been something there that like they were riding on some programming. Right. I'm just saying like, we can create a ton of conflict in our life. Oh, and the stories too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it just, it can seep into, it can seep into your work life. It can seep seep into family life. So truly I'm here to say like, it's, there's no shame noticing it, noticing what's going on underneath the layers, underneath your surface, um, getting curious about that and knowing that there, there are tools, there are 100% tools. Um, I have personally found so much benefit using theta healing and Dr. Ellison, not to take all of your time, because again, I know, um, you know, I'd love to go deeper, especially more into some of that spirituality side. Um, yeah, we'll have to do another one. Absolutely. Um, but will you share, and I'll be sharing some links below as well, anything that we've kind of mentioned or talked about today, but what is the best way for people to get in contact with you? How can people um, connect with you if they'd love to learn more about Theta Healing? Perfect. Yes. Yeah, so my, I have two websites, uh, and I'm on Instagram, so it's Dr. Allison Snowden, and then drsnowden.com, and then Awakening Institute. So these are all ways to um, to get in contact. I have virtual trainings. I also have, uh, I want to do more in-person trainings too. And I see clients one-on-one. Um, and you can have a consult, uh, request a consult to see if we're a good fit. And also, I just like hearing from people because um, any of your any questions or any comments, um, I I love receiving feedback because then I can create content um, and address you know things that people are wondering. Um, so I'm always loving that feedback, and also I just feel like we're all in this human condition together. And really communicating in a non-judgmental, loving way about the reality of where we're at, knowing that there are solutions and and like we're all worthy of healing, of of really fulfilling our heart's desires, of really aligning with our true self and that and that unconditional love. And I really feel that 
us as individuals tapping in, facing our shadows, our traumas, literally shifts the frequency of this planet. And I really feel that world peace is not going to happen. External shifts in the world are not going to happen until we all take ownership of the shadows, the pain within us and do the scary work. But it actually with theta, it's so much fun. It's kind of an illusion. It's scary (laughs) and, and own it. And, and, and then, and then, and then we can collectively create more loving societies and, and, and also heal family traumas, heal, heal things from people. It's just, I, I love the, the path of healing and, and really anything is possible. And I've seen little miracles in my life. I've seen huge miracles and, and everyone is worthy of them. And just inviting you in to learn, to heal, to, to explore this. Yes. Yes. It truly, it starts within for all of us. And I highly recommend following Dr. Allison on Instagram. She always is sharing excellent information in her stories and in her posts. And oftentimes, if you're just listening to this episode and you're curious, you're curious and you're like, hmm, um, Instagram and her websites are just some great places to start to learn more. Dr. Allison, thank you so much for your time. And I hope to have you on the show again in the future. Of course. I love having these conversations because I think in conversation, um, you know, we inspire each other, we connect and, you know, we heal through conversation. We heal through relationships. We heal through feeling and sharing compassion and feeling connected. And that is one thing that the nervous system needs. It needs to feel connected. It needs to feel loved in order to heal, in order to grow. And, and if you're feeling disconnected, if you're feeling unsafe, that's okay. And there are, there, this is temporary and there are healing solutions and just sending anyone who's listening to this, um, so much love and so much light. And, um, you know, there are people out here that are here to help you and, um, yeah, I'm just excited to be alive during this time. Agreed. Agreed. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. All right. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that you're here and that you found this podcast. I hope you found the content and information helpful. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and leave me a review and hit subscribe so that you don't miss any new episodes. Have an awesome day, my friend.